Welcome to this edition of the God is Your Life broadcast. This is Reverend Mark Slay inviting you to join me for the next few minutes as we get into the Word of God. Deuteronomy 30:20 tells us to love the Lord your God, obey His voice, and to hold tight to Him. For this is your life. I'll be back in a few minutes, but for now, let's listen as I teach from the Word. You know, how ridiculous and ludicrous it sounds to even say, well, you know, I, I think, honey, we'll look through the paper today to see if there's a movie that's good. We don't even care. We could care less. We don't look. Let's see if there's anything good on. We don't even need to look because we already know there ain't. Now, see, everybody's idea of good is different. Whose definition of good are you? Your own or God's? We don't go to the movie. I mean, we close that door. Ridiculous. Ridiculous things. Go and watch movies or rent now. They got them. You can bring them into your house and DVD, you know, and, and all that stuff. You know, they go out and, and God help people that sit there and watch movies where people are blowing each other's heads off and just shooting each other up like it's, like it's okay to do it. And as people for years, they said, oh, it's just entertainment. That won't affect anybody until now all these years later, you see the teenagers are going out and acting exactly what they have been watching for years. And everybody tried to tell us that it's not going to affect anybody. It's just entertainment. You're a liar. It has affected him. You come too late to tell me. It's already worked. Satan already worked his plan and you cooperated with it. <laughs> but we don't, we don't even... You know, mess with that kind of crazy stuff. I mean, my God, I would no more sit down and watch a movie of people shooting each other uh, than I would anything in the world. And then, you know, not to mention all the promiscuity and all the other stuff that they, they peddle on those things. I mean, I, you do what you want to, but I think you're nuts. I wouldn't touch it. I mean, I wouldn't touch it. I, I regard holiness way too important than to mess with that kind of stuff. But as I said, you know, everybody can get off the bus wherever they want to get off the bus. You know, if you want to ride the bus to Springfield, you can get off, get off at Springfield. If you want to go on to Joplin, you can go on to Joplin. If you want to go on to Tulsa, you can go on to Tulsa. You get off any place you want to. Nobody here is going to be watching on you, checking up on you. That's up to you. But God's checking up on you, and he knows what your life's like. He knows what kind of consecration you got. And you're just hurting yourself by engaging in those kind of things. So we just decided a long time ago not to do that. Now, we're not telling you to do that. That's up to you. You know, people think it's absurd. You know, they think, well, you know, he does he, you know maybe, you, maybe you do watch DVDs. Well, it's real hard to watch, you know, DVDs or movies when you don't even have a TV in your house, much less a DVD player or audio video cassette player. I mean, we don't even have one in the house. How are we going to watch one? I don't lose any sleep over it, not interested in it. I'm not going to fill my mind with what the devil's peddling. I'm just not going to do it. That's part of closing the door on these things because it affects people whether they think it does or whether they think it doesn't, it does. I'll prove that to you from the scriptures in a few minutes, but there's three things that'll affect you spiritually. We're talking about encumbrances, weights, sins, things you need to... There's, you close the door on three different things, people, places, or things. There are some people you should have no business making close associates. Absolutely not. They will try to lead you astray. They will be doing goofy stuff. And even if they're not just rank sinners, their foolish talk is just unedifying. 
remember sitting, listening. I actually went over to, uh, to be a blessing to somebody and this lady at the house there just got to talking about the most dumb stuff you ever heard in your life. Not bad stuff, didn't use foul language, never, didn't even say one cuss word, you know, the whole time I was there. But just talking about the stupidest stuff the Bible says that's, that fables fit only for old wi- women, old wives' tales, things just unseemly stuff fit for just old women that got nothing to do but perish. But, you know, just talking about all kinds of silly stuff, you know. You know, well, this, you know, I, oh, this doctor, he's really, really cute. You know, you know, if I had a doctor working on me, I'd like him to have him working. I'm thinking, you know, where are you at? Where's your mind at? Where do you live? Now, they, they don't use any foul language, but yet all of that kind of stuff is foolish and foul in itself. You know, and then you got, and she's a married woman too, you know, and then you got married women that got little enough sense to go around talking and even tell their husbands, you know, about how cute this guy is and how they've been thinking about this guy. I think you got to be nuts. I'm not going to tell what the devil suggests to me. It's just a suggestion. So what? I've had millions of suggestions throughout the years. I don't act on any of them. Are you with me? Okay. Hallelujah. But, you know, they're people. They're not bad people necessarily, but they just don't have their minds in the right places. And that's not edifying. That's an encumbrance. Some people... They have bad habits. Sometimes it's just pride. Some people just got pride all over them, and you just, it's hard to be around them because their pride gets off on you, that haughty spirit. You know, and I see it in all different forms. You see it in men that, that think they're self-made men because of success in business. And then you've got, you know, girls, that, you know, the same thing. They're just all puffed up with pride because, you know, I'm a professional woman. And, you know, I, uh, I do this for, yes, for a living. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm awful professional. And I think you got pride running out of your ears and don't know it. We're not impressed with you. I see you're impressed with yourself, but we're not impressed with you. We just like you for who you are. We don't care what you do. We like you for your who, not your do. Moving quickly along. Places. People. Places or things? What about places? Are there some places Christians got no business being? Oh, yeah, they sure do. There's some places they got no business being at all. Got no business being in bars, even under the guise of trying to minister to people because they just got no business being there. First of all, you're walking into a den of unsaved people and the spirits that rule in that place are there waiting on you when you walk through the door. And it's not to say that you would come out grossly maladjusted or something like that, but yet you're walking into a place where spirits are ruling high and that their influence can cloak you and drape you and begin to suggest to you and you expose yourself, notice the terminology, you expose yourself to something and have to fight something that you shouldn't even have to fight just because you set yourself up for that that battle and if you don't think spirits can go with you they can and do you know it's interesting to me people are, you know they don't realize how real spiritual things are spiritual things to me are just as real as natural things I mean I can go down a line and when I lay hands on people I can lay hands on this person and they got the world all over them I can I can feel it all over them they come in bringing that in I mean it's like perfume if you all come in with some perfume on, you know, you could walk by and the perfume still lingers around wherever you go, sometimes a few feet behind you. 
But do you know spiritual things are just exactly that way and I can tell? And other people, they've got the anointing on them and they just take more of the anointing off of me as I, as I minister to them. And some people I just have to stay with for, you know, it varies. Sometimes you just stay with them because the Lord directs you to, but sometimes you stay with them to help break that darkness off of them. They don't even know what's on them. They don't even, they're, they're totally clueless because spiritual things are indistinct to them. They don't even know. But those things go with you. What about places that are not necessarily sin, but they're just, you know, you just get caught up in all kinds of foolishness? Well, yes, yeah, sometimes, you know, it's not wrong to go to ball games and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, if your life just becomes consumed with that stuff, well, then it becomes wrong. But, you know, nothing wrong with a father taking his children to a ball game. Nowadays, it'll cost you about $4,000 practically. But, you know, you could, you could go, and it's good to. Your kids will love that kind of thing. It's a different thing when your kids are, you know, 6, 7, 8, 10, 12, 14. But, you know, when you're 55 and 60 years old and wearing Mark McGuire jerseys to the ball game, and you, you need to grow up. You mind me saying that? You know, all the guys wearing Kurt Warner jerseys to the football game need to get a life. Kurt's got his. He got his $10 million signing bonus. You're not Kurt. You will never be Kurt. You're not Mark McGuire. You will never be Mark McGuire. Forget it. Wakey, wakey. Come back to reality. You're not him. No matter how much Kurt Warner paraphernalia you own, you're not him. You won't be him ever. Last time I checked, he's him, and he's going to stay him. Are you with me? Got 55, 60-year-old people just acting like kids. I think that's fine for your 15, 14, 10-year-old boy. Take him. Buy him all the jerseys. He'll love that. Those are role models for him. He'll enjoy that. It'll give him something to aspire to. When he goes out to play football, he's going to think he's going to act like Kurt Warner. He's going to act like some of these guys, and it's going to inspire him to play well and to do better. But that's not you. You know, I'm kicking some holy cows around. I can see that, you know. Some places, you know, they're not wrong to go to a ball game, anything like that at all, you know. My brothers tricked me into going to a couple. Of, did I tell you about the time he tricked me into going to a baseball game? I, he kept telling me, come on, come to a baseball game. I don't want to go. I don't, you know, I'm not much on there. Oh, come on, just go to a baseball game. So I went, and it was a doubleheader. He got me. <laughs> he got me. He liked it. It was good being with him anyway. But you see what I'm saying? It's not, it's not wrong, but it's just, you know, it's just you can find other things that, to do that don't have to eat up your life. What about things? People, places, things. There's certain things you ought not have in your house. You know, if you've got a problem with alcohol, uh, you know, and if you're a Christian, you don't need to have any in your house anyway at all. At all. But certainly not if you've got a, a drinking problem. Certainly not if you're a Christian, but certainly not, even more certainly not, if you've got a drinking problem. There are some things you don't bring into your house. If you've got a problem with uh, lust or anything like that, you don't need to be putting up posters or goofy stuff in your house. I mean, how old are you? You don't bring things into your house that are going to open the door for the devil. Get them out. We don't have a TV. We don't get the newspaper. You say, you guys live in a cave? No, we don't live in a cave, and we know what's happening. We know what's up. Most of all, we know the Heavenly Father, and that's the main thing. But, you know, when we went and got the Internet, because we could see that the Internet was going to be a good source of information, a good way to preach the gospel, and also a good vehicle for the devil. We could see that. 
anything that's good and reaches the masses, Satan will try to take over immediately. He did television, he's going to, and has the internet. You saw it, he wasted no time. But it is also a good source of information. You can get a lot of information around the world at the click of a mouse. And so we saw that's going to be good. You know, we, we need to have that. So we got it. But you know what we did? We didn't just sign up with the cheapest, you know, the cheapest one there was. You know, you get these for $9.99. Yeah, and you'll also get pornography every time you flip on your computer, and I didn't want that. I'm a minister of the gospel. I don't want to, I don't want to be looking at these different sites thinking I'm going to be looking at, you know, old collectibles or something like that. And, you, you know, the old collectible, you know, is not what you think it is. So we hooked up with a service to where they can't get to us. Just to trust his cleansing blood. Just and simple faith. I hope you enjoyed today's message. The title of the message is Closing the Doors of Opportunity on Satan. If you'd like a copy, you can look us up on the web at mrcstl.org or markslay. That's M-A-R-K-S-L-A-Y dot org. Or you can call our office at 314-965-8488. 314-965-8488. Until next time, this is Reverend Mark Slay reminding you that God is your life. To the church.